Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 97.1 FM Talk. On Demand Audio. Welcome back to the Annie Fry Show. Excited about this next segment because we've somehow managed to get Will Scharf, who is one of the busiest men in the legal world right now, into the studio with us. Uh, Will Scharf, as you know, is a candidate for the Missouri Attorney General position. He is a former federal prosecutor for the Eastern District of Missouri, uh, among many other wonderful accolades. But, Will, I think the thing that most people would be the most interested in is what are you doing for the Trump legal challenges that seem to be sky high. You got to tell us what your role is. Yeah. So President Trump came to me uh, last summer and asked me if I'd be interested in putting together an appellate team for him. Uh, We've built an incredible team of appellate lawyers, mostly based here in Missouri. Uh, Yesterday, we were in front of the D.C. Circuit. My colleague, John Sauer, argued the very, very crucial issue of presidential immunity uh, in the ongoing uh, federal case in D.C., uh, but it's been uh, it's been really a trip. It's been great getting to work with President Trump. It's been great getting to work with uh, some of his other lawyers. He has a really outstanding team around him. Uh, but I think most importantly, what we're looking to do here is vindicate core constitutional principles, core principles of the rule of law that I think underlie all of American democracy, the entire American system uh, that the Biden administration and their allies are trying to run roughshod over in this desperate attempt to get President Trump at any cost. Well, Sharf, what's the implications of the immunity uh, effort that you guys are trying to push back against? So it's pretty crazy. Uh, No former president in the history of the United States has ever been criminally indicted before. Going back to the early republic, there was an understanding, uh, we believe, that presidents are immune from prosecution uh, for acts that fall within the outer perimeter of their official responsibilities in office. The idea that you can indict a president for orders that he gives to the military or orders that he gives to his departments and agencies without first going through the constitutional process of impeachment by the House and conviction by the Senate. It's a really radical concept. And the point that we drove home in court yesterday is this sort of parade of horribles, that if Trump can be indicted for this, then Barack Obama can be indicted for drone strikes. George W. Bush can be indicted uh, for actions relating to the Iraq war. Biden can be indicted uh, for his inaction at the border for the Afghanistan withdrawal. What we're going to see is this endless cycle of recriminations and political prosecutions. And the effect of that will be uh, absolutely disabling every future president. If a president has to look over his shoulder 
and wonder whether every one of his acts down the road might lead to liability either in the civil courts or the criminal courts. It's it's impossible for him to execute his weighty responsibilities under Article two of the Constitution. And we just think that's not the way the American system is supposed to work. And it's certainly not the way the American system has ever worked before. So is there any precedent for what Trump is facing? Has it has the immunity been challenged before? No, you know, no president, no former president has ever been indicted uh, after he after he leaves office. It's never happened before in American history. Going back to the early republic, there have been numerous allegations of criminality on the part of presidents. You think about John Quincy Adams and the the so-called corrupt bargain in the 1824 election. Uh, You just you go through American history and it's almost traditional for people to accuse their political rivals of criminal acts in office. But nobody has ever taken the radical step that the Biden administration has taken in attempting to prosecute a former president. And those concerns are even more heightened in this case because the man they're seeking to indict, Donald Trump, is also the principal political rival of Joe Biden, crushing him in polls all over the nation, looks likely to be the next president. And they've engaged in this desperate attempt at lawfare uh, to keep President Trump off the ballot, to keep him tied down in the courts, uh, to prevent him from campaigning effectively. It's totally at variance with American tradition, totally at variance with constitutional principles. And I think, fortunately, we're going to be able to beat them at their own game. And I think President Trump's going to be our next president Mm. uh, once we hit January 2025. Uh, Well, I mean, from your lips to God's ears, because there's so much at stake that is really comes after these legal challenges that Trump faces. I mean, there's there's a bunch of policy-based, America-first, Americans-first issues that need to be addressed, but your efforts and the rest of the legal team with Donald Trump have to have some victories in court before the American people are going to be in a position to really make that fair judgment, which is why it seems so obvious what the Democrats are trying to do here. Specifically in the case of immunity, I think people need a refresher. It's a new year. There's a lot of legal stuff going on. It's very confusing for people who can't always have this all combed out with with no tangles. The immunity is for which charge that he's facing in which case. So this is in the D.C. case that was brought Uh, over essentially President Trump's efforts to investigate election fraud after the 2020 election. Uh, So he's been charged with four counts in federal court in Washington, D.C., relating to to post-election efforts uh, that he engaged in, things like asking the Department of Justice uh, to investigate electoral fraud, uh, asking the members of the U.S. House of Representatives to look into electoral fraud. Uh, These are core presidential duties. And again, no president has ever been indicted for acts like this before. It's it's we're in totally uncharted territory. And that's why these immunity issues are so crucial. But we filed a motion to dismiss in front of the district court uh, seeking to dismiss that entire prosecution on the basis of presidential immunity. That was denied by Judge Chutkin, the district court judge. We appealed that up to the D.C. Circuit. That's what we were in court yesterday uh, arguing about in front of the D.C. Circuit. We expect that the case will end up before the on-bank D.C. Circuit, the DC, all the judges of the D.C. Circuit sitting as one. And we expect that ultimately it's going to end up in front of the U.S. Supreme Court. But we feel very confident in our arguments. I think they're crucial not just to President Trump, but to the proper functioning of all future presidencies. And it's, uh, it's, uh, it's really important stuff.
Will Scharf in here with us. He's running for uh, Missouri Attorney General, but he's also part of the Trump legal team and was in court next to him yesterday. Yesterday, you said you were? Yesterday. yesterday I asked morning. if you made it into the court drawing and you said that they left you out. They to- the, the court sketch artist totally screwed me. <laughs> I told you to lean into Trump a little bit more. Just keep leaning in and try to get yourself in one of those. We'll My dad's body. furious about it because he still <laughs> reads paper newspapers yeah. and was really excited and they didn't sketch me. So I, I don't know. I'll, I'll maybe next time. Maybe Seems next like time. you'd have to smile a lot longer for the camera in a drawing. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise it gets blurry. <laughs> you know, we we were so f- focused on the legal issues. It was, you know, we were in court for probably about an hour and a half and the time just flew by and, you know, it was, uh, it was a really interesting experience. I think my colleague John Sauer, who's another great Missouri attorney, uh, did just an outstanding job. Uh, rattling off case after case after case, showing just how strong the precedents on our side are. So we were pleased with how it went and we're, uh, I guess, excited to see the opinion and get to get to the next round. How does Donald Trump go? Get me Will Scharf. So I'd been speaking to members of his team for a while and it just sort of it just kind of happened. I'd been writing a lot about his cases publicly. Right. I'd been talking to other lawyers about uh, about some of his cases and uh, I guess he was he was looking for uh, for some good lawyers. And fortunately, we have some great lawyers here in Missouri. So let's pivot a little bit from the immunity case uh, there that you were talking about into Georgia, because yeah. Jerry Springer's in town. And what in the heck is going on with Fannie Willis down there? Because set it, just set it front, set the table from the top for us on what's been discovered here recently. And as salacious as salacious as it is. Is it going to have actually any impact on Donald Trump's legal concerns in that in Fulton County? Yeah. So just to sort of catch your listeners up, uh, Fannie Willis is the Fulton County D.A. in Georgia. She brought an indictment against. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. President, excuse me, President Trump and numerous others uh, alleging, again, uh, basically acts relating to efforts to challenge the 2020 election. What came out yesterday is that the special prosecutor that she hired uh, to be her lead prosecutor on this case 
is actually her secret boyfriend. <laughs> they've paid they've was, paid this guy wait for was it. Was her secret boyfriend. Paid, yeah, it's no longer secret. They've paid this guy, I think about $800,000 of public money. He's apparently lavished her with gifts and luxury vacations and cruises and all kinds of other stuff. President Trump said yesterday, I think this is absolutely right. Fannie Willis is probably now in more real legal jeopardy than any of the defendants in that case. She wow. could face federal honest services fraud charges, you know, misuse of public assets, potentially federal bribery. It's just outrageous. And the rabbit hole goes even deeper than that because the guy that she hired, Nathan Wade, this lawyer, he was at the Biden White House in November 2022 uh, for eight hours on the same day that Merrick Garland appointed Jack Smith to be the special prosecutor. So what's coming out here is not just is this Georgia prosecution uh, just totally corrupted, uh, but it looks like this is part of what we've said all along, a much bigger effort by the Biden administration to interfere in the 2024 election with this broad-ranging campaign of lawfare that touches not just the federal prosecutions, uh, but the other cases that President Trump is facing as well. There's one word that came out of the 2016 election. We heard a lot of it. It was supposed to be very um, implicative in Donald Trump and what we were supposed to know about him. And I'm just going to read the definition here. It says secret or illegal cooperation or conspiracy, especially in order to cheat or deceive others. The word is collusion. And I'm, I, I don't know if this is a lowercase c collusion or a big uh, uppercase c collusion, but it sounds like the impropriety of relationships here is pretty significant. And this, the smoke coming from the gun is getting a little bit more clear for people to see. Well, and the incredible thing about this Georgia case is none of this would have come public if this special prosecutor's, I guess, wife or ex-wife hadn't blown the lid on it in the context of a divorce proceeding. Uh, you know, hell hath no fury like a woman scorned. And fortunately for all of us, uh, this prosecutor was apparently kind of double dealing on, on his, uh, his marital relationship. But the whole thing is just the more we learn about all of these cases, about all of, of the efforts against President Trump, uh, the more we're discovering that the whole process is just totally corrupted. So just to drill down a little bit more on what Fannie Willis was doing, correct me where I, I stumble here. She was taking public funds to pay her boyfriend for his legal partnership. And then those public funds, was that the $800,000? Yes. That $800,000 was then... He was then taking her on cruises. I think that they didn't they go to Vegas or something like that. They were taking trips like non-business unless you can get a business related trip on a cruise. We should work on that, Ryan. Yes. I'm putting you on that. Uh, taking trips with with this money. That's all essentially taxpayer funded. Yeah. Dollars. She diverted taxpayer dollars to her boyfriend uh, to prosecute President Trump and then apparently benefited on the back end. Uh, it, the whole thing is just insane. It's soap opera level stuff. And the fact that this is playing out on the national stage, it's really it's shocking and it's startling. There's also an, an allegation that I think is a pretty serious one that her boyfriend wasn't even properly appointed, that it didn't go through a, a normal process that any other sort of public contract would go through under Georgia law. So the appointment itself may have been invalid. The fact that she was steering hundreds of thousands of dollars in, in taxpayer funds to her boyfriend to try to get President Trump. It's like you couldn't write this. If this were in a movie, you wouldn't believe it. It would be an unbelievable movie. The critics would reject that movie. 
Uh, but that's the insane world that we're living in. So how does so? OK, we know what we know. How does the next thing happen that would actually affect Donald Trump? Because do they can they just take her out and put somebody else in? What happens in Georgia for Donald Trump? So that's a, that's a big question that I don't have a good answer to. The President Trump's key lawyer down in Georgia is really an outstanding lawyer named Steve Sadow. Uh, he and his team are going to be looking at all of this very closely and figuring out what the path ahead is. Uh, but I just I keep coming back to this point that on day one, you know, we heard breathless media coverage of each and every one of these indictments. They came out and, you know, everyone said, you know, this is going to be the thing that brings down Donald Trump. And the deeper we go into all of these cases, we discover that there are serious legal deficiencies uh, with their theories of liability. We discover that normal criminal procedure has been ignored in so many ways. And now we find out that in one of the key prosecutions that the mainstream media and the left were hanging their hat on, you have these allegations of very, very serious corruption. I think in the end of the day, President Trump is going to win the same way that he did in 2016 uh, against all the odds, against all the opposition of the mainstream media and the radical left. And I think that's where we're going here. But the fact that he's had to go through this process in and of itself, to me, is just disgraceful. Real quick, if for anybody who's watching right now on the Annie Fry YouTube channel, I'm going to share the sketch that you put up on, <laughs> on your Instagram. I don't know that that's supposed to be you. Is That that was the location where you were sitting? They got the receding hairline right, but they oh, seem no. to have added about 150 pounds to me, and I, I just, <laughs> I, I don't know. It's uh, it's not a flattering sketch. I'm, I'm, I'm happier saying that it's not me than that it is It looks like lean muscle. <laughs> it's quite a jawline. I, and I Trump is squarely say. focused on you, sir. We, we you know, it's it was reported in the New York Times that he was passing me notes and, and whispering to me. We uh, So I, I'll, I'll rest Check on that. No. I'll, I'll, I'll rest on that. But, uh, <laughs> but no, you know, normally in an appellate argument like that, you know, your client doesn't come to the courtroom. It, it was uh, it, pretty rare for, for things to be squared up that way. But I think to President Trump, it was really important uh, for him to, to really focus attention on just how radical the government's theory is here. The idea that a president can be criminally prosecuted for his official acts in office without first going through the constitutional process of impeachment and conviction, it's so radical, it's so dangerous to our republic. I'm glad he was there. I think he was glad he was there, and hopefully we'll we'll see some wins in the coming months. Last question. You might have answered this a little bit earlier in our conversation, but just to restate, Donald Trump is facing an enormous legal challenge. They keep coming up with new things. So many different cases seem like they're going to result in whatever the Supreme Court has to say about it. Will this keep Donald Trump from being able to win the presidency? You know, I think that people have ruled Donald Trump out from the moment he came down that golden escalator in 2015. And time and time again, he has overcome tremendous challenges because his message is so powerful and his appeal to the American people is so powerful. What we've seen since the start of this campaign of lawfare against him is his poll numbers rising and rising and rising, not falling. I think the American people see through these efforts for what they are which is a, a, a vindictive effort uh, at election interference. And I think ultimately he's going to be able to triumph. I think it's shameful that he was in court. He had to be in court yesterday instead of being out campaigning in Iowa. I mean, that's what any normal presidential candidate would be doing. The burdens they're placing on him are highly irregular or totally unprecedented. And yet, even with all of that, he is dominating the polls, both in the primary and the general election. And that's why I say I am 
I'm very confident that he's going to be our next president. Well, we will watch and wait and keep up with you as you continue to represent the former president, potentially the next president of the United States, fight off all of these politically based, in my opinion, legal challenges. And glad to glad to hear a little bit of optimism from you. I, I really appreciate you guys having me, as always. Yeah, of course. Will Scharf with us. He is a former federal prosecutor for the Eastern District of Missouri, a part of Trump's legal team and a candidate for Missouri Attorney General. Quick break. We'll be right back. Get more at 971talk.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 